Welcome back. My name is Chris. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Lost. This time it's epith- uh, episode. Episode. <laughs> episode. Episode three. Mm. Tabula rasa, I believe is how you say that in Latin, which means a clean slate. More specifically, it's like uh, a state of uh, without prejudice or plan whatsoever. It's like a fresh An start. Absence of pre- preconceived ideas or predetermined goals. Yeah, seems yeah. appropriate for this episode. Does it? Uh, it more likely in in the time it was created meant a scraped tablet. Oh, that's what it means because oh. like with the whole Kate. No, no, no. I think it's like with Kate. And the fact that he says at the end... Uh, no, that's 100% what it means in this episode. Yeah. I'm saying the original Latin referred to a scraped tablet. Oh, like, they're like they were like doing their arithmetic and they yeah, were like, they okay, tabula rasa. Yeah. Like a tablet on an iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back <laughs> like then? You take, it, you take the tablet away from the kids and you scrape it. Right. And then yep. they can't use like it Like an Etch-a-Sketch? No yeah, like an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> like, Peter, I'm trying to do my numbers. Can you give me a tabula rasa? That kind of thing? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Griffin is. You said Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're three episodes in, and, and keep in mind if you're new to the Streaming Things podcast, we're going to be speeding things up as soon as we're done with our Mission Impossible coverage. Uh, we'll do at least two episodes of Lost per week because I know some of you are like, "Holy shit, you're really dragging this out. We got a long way to go." You're not <laughs> wrong. Uh, we just took on, we bit off a little more than we could swallow. Well, A, we chew you're not wrong. B, the point of doing this series was to have a stretch of time of content. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, writer's strike. You're not wrong. It's also intended. Yeah. <laughs> and people have been messaging us a lot about other things that we could cover. Keep doing that. Um, we're kind of book it's solid. Welcome. Soon. Uh, for, for the near future, we're book solid. But, I mean, we always take suggestions and stuff. And we have the Crossing Stream segment that will debut 9 out of 10 Tuesdays each week. And that's where we, we, we can talk about, like, other things that we're not doing full coverage on, but that we are watching we can discuss. Yeah. Um, and things like The Witcher. And uh, we talked about Silo, I think, a couple of weeks ago, which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of. I'm actually disappointed because that would have been a great show for streaming things to cover week to week. Mm. Uh, but how would we have known? How would we have known? How would we have Other known? than the fact that I read the books and knew it was going to be awesome. How would we have known? I've only seen the structures on farms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our Ohio roots coming back. Mm-hmm. So we watched episode three. I, I actually watched it like an hour ago. Same. Um, and we have a play-by-play, scene-by-scene recap that we'll get into right after we talk about our overall thoughts. And we have some fun segments at the end, including Beach, Please. Beach, Please. Which is just Steve. He's just going to enumerate some kind of background knowledge that he might have on the show, on the episode in particular. Because Steve has seen the entire Lost show. He's uh, an old hand at this thing. <laughs> Madison and I are, are noobs, as they say. And then we'll do our Mile High Club moments, our three favorite moments from the episode. It's kind of we'll, hard to say mile yeah mile you saw me struggling a little bit, yeah huh? i struggle with it all the time so when you when you just did that i felt better about myself like, oh thank god it's <laughs> when not you just me. fail i feel so much better <laughs> that's how everyone when chris feels. fails at speaking then i know i'm in the right to <laughs> fail at speaking it, it's also early here we're not we're not used to this right yeah. our brains are not fully it's flexed early. it's before noon we never wow. record before noon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is true and we have our passenger princess segment where we talk about our favorite performance of the episode around the table and then finally Finally, we'll cap it all off with Lost and Found. Uh, and I understand now why Steve's doing this. But it's a segment where we enumerate all of the current active mysteries in the show and talk about which ones have been solved, which ones have been opened up. 
Uh, I made a video on TikTok about Lost, and I hope it brought a lot of listeners to the show. Welcome, um, if it did. Lots yeah. of fans of the show. Lots of people who told me to stop, and I would thank them later. That's a dumb thing to say, because how would I thank you if I don't finish it? I won't know that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's well known that a lot of people hate how the show ended up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I said, I, I, I talked about the polar bear. I talked about a lot of current mysteries in the show, and I'm excited about learning what's going on with them. I got hundreds of comments of people saying, LOL, to this day, I don't know why the polar bear's there, my buddy. <laughs> Fuck that show. Da, oh, da, da, da. Well, I will say if a person sent you that, they weren't watching the show. They Ooh. explained the polar bear. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a mystery that is clearly explained if you're paying attention to the show. Take that. Okay. Take that. Because there's, there's a lot of things the show ends and people, there are mysteries that aren't resolved. Yeah. The important ones are, but because some of them weren't people and people were upset with the finale, people piled on and you know how people pile on like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, actually it does. You're just, you forgot about it and now you're piling on. People pile on? Yeah. Online? Online all the time. Weird. I've always a had such a good pile. experience with most people. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, this is a good time to announce. It's actually a terrible time because it's Thursday that you're listening to this. I'm changing my name. Uh, and I wanted to tell you guys on the air to, oh. to address me thusly from now on. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I did a video about how uh, actors who had changed their names did like, for instance, did you know Tom Cruise's real name is Thomas Mopather the fourth? I think I did, I did not know, know that. that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx's real good name call on his part is Eric yeah. Bishop. Another that's a good call. That's a dope name. It's like, exactly. Eric Bishop was already cool, but yeah. he did it because he claimed that when he was a stand up comic, they would always make room on the set list for women. And so he made his name androgynous so that they would try to pick him to get their like mm. women fill. Oh. Like, Jamie, you're up. And he'd be like, yo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Jamie. Uh, so that, anyway, so there's a bunch of those. And I started thinking like, so it's not that these people were born with these famous what names. What a wholesome story of a man taking jobs from women. <laughs> right. Love that. What a wholesome story that was. So it's not that these people were born with these famous star names. It's that they chose the name to become a star. And so that I have that ability. And so it is. Oh, and I also found out this is the last one. Kit Harrington's real name is Christopher Harrington. And Kit is a a shortened version of Christopher in many countries, just not really America very mm-hmm. much. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I think Kit's a cool name. Exactly, which I is why like my Kit. new name is Kit Laser, and you will Kit refer to Laser? me. Yeah. Kit Laser? Do I have to call you the full name You can just call time? me Kit. Oh, Kit? Well, okay. I feel like it's one of those things where you can't just call George Clooney George. You have to say <laughs> Kit Laser. But I think you can call George Clooney just Clooney. Y- yes. So you can just call me Laser? Laser. Hey, Laser. So laser? I've actually changed it to Kit Laser on all social medias, and I will really be. Have making, you really? I really will be making this a thing because <laughs> okay. it might be the thing that just catapults me. You know, Kit it's Laser. Kit Laser. Kit laser. <laughs> Formerly so. known as Chris. Nope. <laughs> this is my good friend Kit Laser. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I like. I don't hate it. Sorry, that's the only laser sound I have on my yeah, Star Trek. It sounded Trek a little board. weak. It sounded a little original Tronny. This you is know? technically a phaser. <laughs> Oh, Kit Phaser. That would explain it. Or what about this? Kit Laser. That's, that's much good. better. Okay. That's good. But I could. I would prefer a lightsaber. Mm, that's not a mobile Or Yes. Just If you could just hang out around me when I introduce yeah. myself. Just pew, pop up pew. over my left shoulder. Hi, man. Pew, pew. <laughs> my name's Kit Laser. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that's part of Vinny's job as your hype man. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's getting new names on the show except me. We got Vinny. I forgot about we Vinny. We got Kit yeah. Laser. Vinny. 
You're just Steve. You were Stu. I was Stu. The original inception of the show, you had a different name. I did. Uh, so overall thoughts on episode three of Lost. Madison, walk us through what your brain's been thinking. So I I think we're starting to get into more of the characters. You know, I really enjoyed the flashbacks with Kate kind of figuring out where she's from. And I have a feeling the next couple of episodes will be kind of honing in on one character and kind of giving the, giving us some flashback pre, you know, context to who these people are. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I liked how, you know, everything that has been done in the first and second episode has kind of mirrored this idea of like Kate is this criminal person now. So we really need to know who she is and like what her deal is. So I think the delivery of kind of what is happening with her character in this episode was done really well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really, it was really fun. I liked, um, getting to know who Kate was and kind of seeing some other things unravel. I feel like this one was a lot lighthearted than the past couple of episodes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like there were a lot of, I think a lot of it was really funny, but I don't think it was intended to be, uh, personally. Sure. Yeah. Some of it was obviously intended to be, but there's a couple things I don't think were supposed to be as funny as they were. Maybe they were. I can't wait to see what that is. Are you talking about Hurley? Like no, Hurley's definitely supposed to be funny. Yeah. There's some other thing. I'll get to it. Okay. Okay. I was dying, but I had a good time. I like this episode. Steve, your old old hand, your old hand. What do you think about this? Uh, So this episode, I I I like this episode a lot. It's definitely a step down from the other two because the other two are just so so great. Um, but I do like the fact that we're getting to learn more about the characters, especially the, the more the characters that have been kind of in the wings for the more, most part, like we get <laughs> a little bit more Locke, more Michael, more Sun and Jin. Um, I really, I really love those characters. I want to see them more. Um, I'm not the biggest fan and I might get cl- flack for this, but as a lost person, I have never been the biggest fan of Kate specific episodes, mm. not so much because of Kate for some reason, the the side characters that are in Kate's past aren't strong. Mm. Uh, I think the guy that plays Marshall, the Marshall Edward Mars, uh, the f- actor's name is Frederick Laney or Lane. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. That dude, I don't like what he's doing in no, the character. He's, he's very melodramatic. He's so over the top. He almost seems mm. like he should exist as a bully in an '80s movie and mm. not in this type of show. Yeah, he's giving Walker Texas Ranger. You know, well, I think Steve even said previously that everybody does too good at their job in this show. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's definitely well, doing yeah, that. I think Chris brought that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A job's worth is the title we learned. Ah. Is what the, the, they call that across the pond. Someone who's like kind of obstinately good at their job and almost got a dick at it is called a job's worth. Oh. Is that what I said? Like, it yeah. I didn't read very closely, but I thought I it was more. I don't like read that. the Discord. Yeah, well, <laughs> my daughter has been very ill, and I've been. Yeah, I've you've been, had you've been dealing with some stuff. Tabula Raza. Now we're back. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, this dude is a total uh, Jobsworth. Where and, and yeah, he he is kind of talk uh, Walker Texas Rangering it. He I don't know why he was trying to run them off the road in that section, and right. he's like pointing the gun up like finger guns at the window like that's what i mean that scene is fucking hilarious and it's not supposed to be ray pull over right like the cop that you snitched on is here now what is going on i'm sure ray is driving like 
What's this fucking asshole and doing? And then she I'm drags so, him I'm out of driving, the truck that's on fire I'm and she pulls his fucking arm off? That's I'm hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get to it because that scene makes no goddamn sense. That was really funny. Uh, sorry, and I sorry, completely sorry. forgot that he didn't have an arm. It was just mentioned that one time. Anyway. Yeah. I was like, oh. You did the, she, mid, like, the Midwestern it. United States. Oh. Yep. Well, that's where they were, you know. Yep. I liked Ray, though. Talking about side Oh, characters. yeah. I, I like Ray. It's just this dude in particular, I... I'm not a big fan I'm of him you. in he this sucks. world. Yeah, and so when yeah. he, when the episode ends the way it ends, I'm like, nothing was lost. <gasps> That's oh. the name of the show. <laughs> oh, oh, and oh. you said wings. <laughs> oh, I like mm-hmm. that band. Chris, what was your overall thoughts of this? Wasn't episode? it a show too with the guy from Sideways? It was a show. Yeah, you're right. I I, I also think obviously they, they had that big bombastic two part pilot, and yeah. so now this is obviously a step back. I did have a great time with this episode. Um. It's it's I know that everybody originally watched watched this week to week. So it's like I'm having a, a real experience with it. But at the same time, it's so frustrating not to be able to just watch nine episodes while I'm eating breakfast and chilling and stuff, because I think episodes like this would be so much more fun if I went straight into four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it would be. And again, oh, oh four is, is supposed it? to be an, a legendary episode, right? F- four was the episode that uh, made me like all in on the show. So oh, wow. that's another thing. I, I won't talk about it on TikTok very often because it's dangerous. Yes. TikTok is very dangerous for spoilers for you. Mm-hmm. It is. But at the same time, I, I did get some interesting. It's kind of made it more suspenseful in some ways because it's like, A, everyone said that Sawyer was their favorite character or a lot mm-hmm. of people did. Mm. Sawyer is the only thing I've seen of him is like xenophobic racist dude. Yeah. So it's just like interesting how that develops. But at the same time, I get it. Like <laughs> Daryl's brother in The Walking Dead, I forget yeah. his name, became like a beloved character. And he started as a Michael it, Rooker. Yeah, yeah, Michael Rooker's character he started as an ignorant asshole. So I'm like, oh, OK, cool. So I I've mean, kind of been narrowing my that, eyes at Sawyer now. Like, huh? Yeah, every show you have to have character progression. So they have to start somewhere. Like all these people are starting in a position that they're yeah. not necessarily, necessarily going to be at the end of the show. And yeah. a lot of people love Jen, too. So I'm like, interesting, because, oh, again, yeah. the only thing I've seen of him kind of sucks, except for a little bit of tenderness in this episode. Mm-hmm. But um, even then, I'm like, mm. yeah, but it's toxic, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. a gaslighty kind of. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're dirty. Go wash up. By I don't the know why way, I got like Chicago I love gangster. You. Yeah, Sam. Mm. Um, and also, so the, a lot of people mentioned episode four and an episode called "The Constant." Everybody's like, it's literally one of the best oh, episodes yeah, in the, the history Constant of television. Is amazing. That is not in this season. I don't. I don't think. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think that's in season two or three. Interesting. Interesting. But so that's kind of interesting. But overall. Uh, Hurley's crushing it. I was really excited to get the, the name of, uh, you know, Scar Orange Peel oh, guy. The concept is in season four. Sorry. Dang, that's far. Yeah. Uh, so now we know his name's Locke, which is nice. We're John not to call Locke. Him, which that's the name of the famous philosopher, if I'm not mistaken. Is that on purpose? Probably. Yeah. Because mm. he's like a very philo- philosopher he type guy. A, yeah. He's a philosopher and physician. Yep. Very mysterious. And even though the show so far has been better than this episode in particular. I think this episode contains my favorite moment of the show. Really? Uh, I'm excited to see what this is. I think you'll agree because uh, I know that that's a character you're very fond of. So, uh, so that's interesting. And overall I had a great time. So if you guys are ready, we can dive right in to the meat of this sandwich. Let's do it. Stop nibbling on this crust. Uh, I'm done with that metaphor. Don't worry. Crust, crust, (laughs) crust. 
Uh, so it starts out, they're all... Directed by Sean Whalen. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> they're all going through the wreckage, uh, and the marshal is back awake when it cuts back to them, and he's saying, don't trust her. She's dangerous. Uh, and again, he's overdoing it. But also, Madison, I want to... Where are my handcuffs? I want to apologize to Madison, because I was very condescending... I think, in retrospect, about your read of Kate's nefarious history. I was very dismissive at the very least. Like, I mean, she's obviously innocent or stuck in some kind of complicated situation, mm -hmm. not like a killer, right? However, it's obvious by, by the marshals overacting that you're supposed to read that she's potentially dangerous because he literally says she's dangerous, right? Yeah. Like he's panicking in such a way that fucking Hannibal Lecter is off his leash. You let her out? And like, <laughs> she's walking <gasps> amongst you? She'll bite you. You fools. <laughs> exactly right. It's just like, oh, okay, I guess she did some heinous shit. I'm in terrible pain and I'm using my breath that is hard yes. to let out of my mouth hole that she is dangerous. I literally say for this man to be more concerned about doing his job than his fucking life, I'm just like... Yeah, she better have done some she ridiculous have done some shit. Wild shit. What do you think Kate did? Do you guys have any do you guys have any bets you want to make on like what or at least what she's charged with, what this guy thinks she did? It's gotta be murder, or I'm gonna be disappointed. Mm. I feel like it has to be something that like was an accidental like murder or something what if along it's just the Tax fraud. And he's like an accountant. Like he's not actually an FBI agent, he's just an accountant. <laughs> yeah, she like, didn't file form eight seven two C. You haven't seen her spreadsheets. <laughs> she's a monster. <laughs> she has to be stopped. No organization. Whatsoever. Uh, They're not tabulated or collated. She fucked up my drapes. That's what tabula rasa means. <laughs> That's the real underlying issue is she made the drapes she, she made were for drapes. him. And he's just not about that life. He's like, I requested purple. I want my purple. fucking money back, bitch. This is the last time I hire a contractor who's never done drapes <laughs> to do my drapes. So much light gets through. She said they were blackout. I wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> I'm like this because I can't sleep because those blackout drapes have poor craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. It's true. <laughs> Jack's uh, scar sure. is all fucked up. It's like, I told you I couldn't sew. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the marshal's awake. And, he, and the marshal looks at his scar and he's like, Kate. Kate did that. Kate did that. I, I recognize that I shoddy recognize craftsmanship that anywhere. Your back looks like my drapes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, get my jacket. And there's a mugshot of Kate. Get uh, my jack it. Ooh, nice. Mm. See what you, see what yeah, you did there. Thank you. Thank you Hurley thank you. says, as Hurley says, she looks pretty hardcore in that. Uh, and that's the Harrison Valley police. I don't know if anybody bothered to look up like where Kate's from or where the marshal's from. I did not. I just noticed it said Harrison Valley police. Yeah, I type in Harrison Valley, and the first thing that pops up is Pennsylvania. Interesting. Mm. She got all the way to Australia from old PA. Now, I don't, well, also I don't know if that's actually Canada. where she's from. Right, and that's another thing. There's no way. So Evangeline Lilly is, is she's from Canadian Canada. Actress. Yeah, you told us that about her and difficulties she, on the shoot. She does do the sorry in that scene. Mm -hmm. so. Sorry. So that makes me think there's no way that she is guilty of those crimes because Canadians are way too nice. And Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think I think whatever she has done was, three, two. was an accident. Like I think she the intention was not to make the intention was not to do something as bad as she did. I sure. Think. Sure. That happens. Things escalate. Or maybe she just it's all a facade. I don't know. We'll get into it. Yeah, we will. Mm -hmm. Hopefully soon. There's this end of this episode really frustrated me, but I know. we'll get there. Uh, the Fellowship. We cut to them and they're all walking through the jungle. I got to say, I, I started to write the Fellowship and then I was like, 
we're done on. with that. I was like, no, I don't know. I was just like, why? I did. Then I erased it and wrote the hikers because that's what I called them. It's the fellowship. I was I was adapting your your language in my yes, my you text. should. Because it's Mariadocs there. Not, Mar- just, yeah, Mariadocs there. That makes it a fellowship. And they're always just a trekking and walking. Yeah. It's it's right there. It's it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, they need to get second breakfast, so they got to set up camp. Yeah. They said, you know, hey, if you keep walking, you're not going to make it. And again, it's back to the idea that they didn't tell them that there's dinosaurs out yeah, there. Yeah, this is weird. So Saeed wants to camp. Sawyer doesn't. Um, and they're like, you, you can't get to the beach by sundown. We don't want to walk during the night. And Kate's like, something will get you. <laughs> and they're like, what? Just trust me. <laughs> and it's like... Do they so did she tell them, hey, something killed the pilot? And they're just like, oh, probably that polar bear or probably something. I think right? they were just, yeah, it was kind of a mistake and how they portrayed it, like you and, said. Yeah, there's just, yeah, there's a really weird, like, what what don't they know? Because she's implying that they don't, she didn't tell them about the big giant monster that she saw. Yeah. Or maybe didn't see. Mm-hmm. Or maybe didn't see. The thing that had like, <laughs> the certain gargantuan quality in it. It does yeah. have a gargantuan quality about it. And so it, it wouldn't make sense why she wouldn't tell them. But anyway, go on. But around the fire, Saeed maps things out and uh, tries to figure out their sitch, right? And then they have a, a discussion about... It would have been better if he had a leaf plane. Yeah, he would have. Explain things better. And Charlie's like, hey, a satellite will find us. You know, they can see license plates. And, oh, it would be better if we were wearing license plates. <laughs> but, you know, silets need to be pointed, right? They don't just find people, as he says. They and need to know where to look. Sawyer's racist again. He calls him Abdul. Uh, and then says, let's talk about the French chick. I love French chicks. <laughs> <laughs> we got the French orc in the house. Uh, <laughs> it is me. I wish sorry would call me freckles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls her freckles. And it's interesting how Saeed kind of takes a leadership position here. Like this whole episode, Saeed becomes uh, kind of a, a revolutionary leader or like yeah. a, a politician, right? And, and, and like a politician, he immediately decides... One thing we can't do is tell anybody the truth because mm-hmm. we have to control how they're going to react. Uh, they're going to freak out. There's a dangerous thing when you lose hope. So instead, we're going to tell them we didn't get the signal. <laughs> it's like, well, it's still bad news. But, but I mean, he does. He, it's like a shit sandwich. He's like, guys, we didn't find the signal, but we're going to try again if we find more batteries. Yeah. Also, Sawyer's still with us. Shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um and I like how uh, Hurley is on my side because he immediately comes to the conclusion it must be dinosaurs. <laughs> I wrote I wrote my notes. Chris, <laughs> were you? Did you remember that? No, I didn't remember this exact line, but I, I so I, I giggled when he's like, "Is it dinosaurs?" Dude? <laughs> Maybe it's dinosaurs. Page, Dino DNA. I resonated with Hurley this entire episode. I just was like, "I am Hurley." This yeah. whole <laughs> in this in this situation in this situation just hanging out. Pouring sand out of shoes, listening to your CD player. <laughs> My Walkman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Marshall's all sleepy. He looks kind of dying. <laughs> Isn't that what Hurley says? Yeah. Something <laughs> along those lines. He's kind of dying, dude. Uh, and then he finds the mugshot and he's like, uh, dude, she looks pretty hardcore. <laughs> pretty freaked out by the mugshot, right? Well, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. And you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. <laughs> the legend. So good. Of the something. Of the it's way hardcore. hardcore. Legend of the yeah. rent. The rent, right? I think you're mixing up the musical rent. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't you're, gaslight you're right. me with my school <laughs> of rock. You're right. You're right. So Hurley alerts Jack uh, that the crew is back. And then Saeed lies to the group as per the plan, which strangely Sawyer goes along with. He seems like an agent of chaos, but <laughs> it, so he's down with it. It is yeah. rent. There you go. Knuckles. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Oh, the legend. 
<laughs> of the musical Rent. Um, and the trans, he tells him the transceiver did not get a signal, as Steve said. And he, he splits everybody off into three groups. And we can kind of see him, like, creating this whole society in the background. We hear it, at least. He's, there's going to be three groups, each with its own leader. I'll, I'll be one of them, for sure. No big deal. Uh, I'm actually the leader of the leaders. We'll talk about that later. Uh, and then while they're doing that, Kate talks to Jack. Uh, and Harley, Hurley's all suspicious. You skipped the whole flashback. Wait, hold on. We definitely also, did not. Yes, we did. Yes, you did. We, we also <laughs> skipped the hikers. Oh, I did. I scrolled past too far on my notes. Sorry. I was like, I definitely noted every flashback. So I'm sorry. Well, no, we also missed the hiker or Boone going for Sawyer's yeah, gun. Yeah, Boone steals the gun and he says Sawyer calls uh, Saeed Al Jazeera and they're like, Al Jazeera's a network. I, I did like that. That's, That's funny. funny. As a media person, I kind of left. And they all decide that Kate should hold the gun. Uh, for whatever reason. Which yeah, is, Shannon and, is the one who said it. And it's funny for the audience because we're like, oh, she's the least oh, person to have the gun. Know. She's that, a criminal. She's Ooh. hardcore. Yeah, we already know. Uh, and then, I'm sorry, we get a flashback to Kate and uh, she's sleeping in a sheep pen and uh, the farmer finds her in there. She tells him her name's Annie and then he feeds her eggies and bacon. We find out she's Canadian. So she's like, hey, that would be better if this was Canadian bacon. And he's like, what's that? And she's like, never mind. <laughs> Uh, and then it's like ham, but better, but also it's like bacon, but worse. I, I love how the way the scene's written. It's funny to me because he's like, my wife died eight months ago and there's a beat and it's kind of like, what are you getting at, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could be my wife now. <laughs> it's, it's awfully lonely out here on the ranch. <laughs> Was he Australian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're it came Australia. out later. Cause when, it did. When he said down under, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, when they, they were talking, I was like, he doesn't, I couldn't remember if they were in Australia. Do Australians refer to their outback as down under? Like cavalierly like that? Are they like, yeah, pretty nice day here down under? Like, do they say it? I mean, they probably does. I'm as sure they say honorary it. Australian. <laughs> honorary. <laughs> honorary. Uh, honorary. How do you say honorary in Australian, Steve? Nice no, kind. Honorary. <laughs> Honorary. Honorary. I anyway. don't know. <laughs> my wife died eight months ago. I'll give you so a I fair can... wage and a place to stay. And then it's we right find... in my sheep pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just stay there. You can just stay there. Also, I don't have an arm. I'm a lefty. I'm a lefty. Yeah, he's really excited about it. Shout his... out to the lefty. I love, I, love, I love how he's cheeky about it. He's like, I'm a lefty. Yeah. And then he knocks on his hand, like the wooden hand. How'd you lose that arm, Ray? On the farm. That, Careful. That, that sheep be the cuddling sheep. with. The sheep. <laughs> Chewed my arm off. She's, she's a right. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so then, then Hurley alerts Jack that the crew has returned. Dude. Saeed, Saeed lights to the group, forms the, forms the, the democracy. Uh, and then Kate. Three uh, separate but equal powers. Indeed. <laughs> it's more of an oligarchy, I guess. Uh, Kate. <laughs> Talking with the branches of government. Yes. <laughs> I will be the executive branch. And Kate talks to Jack and Hurley's looking on all suspicious, right? And she's like, I got to tell you something. And he's like, mm, cool. She's going to tell me the truth. Thank goodness. I don't have to be mad at her. So the signal. And he's like, dang, that's not what I was hoping you were going to say. So she tells him about the real, the French signal and everything that was going on with that drama. And he's like, anything else? Anything else? <laughs> I'm going to be real bitchy about this. But Jack also doesn't tell her that he knows yet, you know? Mm -hmm. Kind of some double lying by omission going on there. Yeah. yeah. He, he woke up during surgery, but he didn't say anything. A little hypocritical. A little hypocritical. 
Yeah, he Have wasn't you guys dramatic at all. That he, that he is out of breath in every scene. Yeah, look, the man's doing a lot though. I get it. <laughs> it's true. You know? He had to walk to the beach with Kate. <laughs> I'm worried about his cardio. He looks like he's in great shape, but she's walking next he's to not. him and she's fine. And he's like, Kate, he's can we back off this monumental <laughs> hike too? Kate, I don't want to be a bitch about this, but I gotta sit down. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm squinting a lot. I squint a lot. We're in shade, but I'm still squinting. Yeah, and what, her, get her, that man some sunglasses. You're right, Madison. What there. do, what does Jack and the term forever have in common? Squints. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was great. Thank you. Thank that you. That was great. Hopefully, good people, job. Hopefully, people get that one. I got to be that honest. That's a little bit of a reach. Sandlot fans, where you at? Sandlot. Forever. Forever. The beast. So what Always am I when the monsters showed up in the woods? It's the beast. It's the beast. <laughs> one of my least favorite things about myself is the fact that I hate people that talk slow because of my anxiety. And I you notice that I talk very fast. And so you? I have a tendency to finish people's sentences and stuff because I'm like, it like hurts me when I think I know where somebody's going. And so I have to say that for that reason. You're just like- it, Jack it is my least favorite streaming things character of all time. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes him a tr- <laughs> Like, it makes me physically ill. Why are you... <laughs> have you noticed I haven't... I this bit. <laughs> I, I, have you noticed I haven't been yes-anding your Jack at no, all? No, you're not. <laughs> it, pain, it pains me physically. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out in the open. And I'm just going to say that because you told me that, I'm going to lean hard into it. <laughs> Keep going. I yeah, will yeah. fucking torture you I'm, in this bit because I know that now. I'm not trying to like dissuade you. I'm just trying to let you know why I'm not playing, you know? I'm going to get you to play along. I'm going to get you there. I'm going to get hurts you there. me. So Hurley talks to Jack and he is like the audience surrogate, like Madison said, because yeah. he's like, wait, neither of you said anything? Because it's like it's frustrating as the viewer. Like, yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, and Jack's like. Hey, uh, the overacting guy in there needs way stronger antibiotics. This is like, <laughs> this is for like itchy balls and whatever he says. Uh, these are not strong enough. Foot cream? Yeah, is foot cream. Foot fungus, yeah. Foot fungus. So and he's like, so did you look inside the plane? You mean where there's like, the bodies are the in there and they're all bodies. dead? <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. Yada, 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 yada. So Jack, <laughs> Jack goes in the plane and Sawyer's in there. Boo. Looting, quote unquote. <laughs> boo. boo. I, I wrote, Sawyer does a boo. Boo. Because just light comes on. Boo. Well, at first I was like, oh, I there, love that creep. are there zombies? Are there, is this a new character we're about to meet that's been hanging out in the plane? That'd be fun. Yeah. There's some weird Gollum-esque dude that was on the plane. It's like, I feel more comfortable with the dead. What's antibiotics, precious? <laughs> <laughs> I covered carry-on luggages. <laughs> <laughs> the Gollum character recognizes Charlie and is like, I know you. Or something like yeah. that. Stupid hobbits. Stupid hobbits. <laughs> What's antibiotics? Uh, Mark's a zole. <laughs> uh, and he says, you know, essentially, this scene's kind of, I, I didn't like Saw, uh, Jack here because it's like, He's like really I understand that Sawyer has not been a likable person in general, but it's like, don't accuse him of, of looting. Like 
you're stranded on an island. Everybody's going through useful sure. items and stuff. Yeah, what is the difference between what Sawyer's doing there and what everyone else is doing on the beach going through the luggage? Nothing. Nothing. Now, he's probably being a little more probably, selfish. He's, yeah, he's being selfish and hoarding He's it. looking yes. for ciggies and booze. But everyone else is doing that. But also, I don't way, blame him for that either. I no. got to tell you guys, if I was in this, I'm sober and I quit smoking. If I was in this accident, I'm in there. Guess what I'm looking for? Siggies and booze. Yeah. Because I don't like what's going on here. I'm not a survivalist, and I just want to party. And the Playboy. <laughs> Period. Apparently, there was a couple Playboys on the on I definitely the kept those, too. Mm. Who is reading the Playboys for the articles on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> just me. Walt. And, uh, Walt. Like Kate, I would have been bathing in front of everybody, just trying to party. water's nice. You're right, because Jack is very serious. Like, you steal it from the dead? It's like, there's really... Nothing. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know, you might have this altruistic goal where like, I'm getting medicine to help this dude and Sawyer's just getting some ciggies for himself. But yeah. what's wrong with that? No one in there is using that shit. Sanctimonious much, no. Jack? Wake up and smell the gold crap. But in this scene, he also tells him that he's wasting all the pills, all the medicine and his time trying to save somebody who's definitely going to die. You know what you need to do kind of thing, right? And mm-hmm. I forget how it happened, but I actually really loved how this ended. I laughed, but in like a way that says I enjoyed it because he's like, I'm in the wild. <laughs> I liked it. it I'm good. a wild man. This scene in particular, not to stray away, but for some reason, Sawyer in this scene reminded me of Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. And I don't know why. It's the hair, maybe? The hair. But like and the I Sebastian think... Stan version? No, like actual <laughs> Tommy Lee. Hmm. I don't know why. I just was like, like he would just steer a dick with it or a boat with his dick. <laughs> yeah, steer a dick with his boat. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know if it's just like the vibe. I don't know how he looks, maybe. But in this that. scene in particular, I just it's was the, like, it's definitely the it's giving, hair. It's giving Tommy Lee from Molly Crew. Yeah, it's the hair and the overall misogyny vibe yeah. and stuff. I think. Yeah. Plus, he also looks like he could play a mean set of drums for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, I think. Um, and his name's Sawyer, Tom Sawyer, mean, mean guy. Yeah, There's yeah, a rush yeah, quality yeah. to it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to it's a great song. <laughs> uh, so then Charlie is over helping. Do we know the pregnant woman's la- name? Claire. But do I don't we know? know if we. Yeah, I, she I, she talked to Shannon, I think. OK, so she, I, I can stop I calling her preggers in my notes. I think she introduced notes. herself to uh, Shannon last episode. But yeah, Charlie's like. Loading up a wheelchair with a bunch of suitcases and he starts to help Claire. And then uh, at the same time, son is trying to find Jen's bag. And while she's doing that, he's like, by the way, you're filthy. You need to go wash yourself. You're stanking. Okay. And she's like, oh, okay. I know we're in an open air beach, but damn girl. But then he says from across the way, I love you Mm -hmm. just to soften the blow of my abuse. I love you. He's just looking out for her. (laughs) (laughs) God. Um, and, and then we cut back to Charlie with Claire and he's talking about her husband. Do you think, okay, I have a question. Maybe it's just she me. She doesn't have a husband. Exactly. But he asked about who him. needs so, like, men. They're bloody useless. Is he like, is he trying to be that baby's daddy? He's definitely hitting on Claire. I, I want to make sure. Okay. Her, yeah. Cause like at the, yeah. at the, where we leave Charlie and Claire is like, Charlie's fiddling with some stuff and it like, it kind of focused, like they pull focus on Claire and the baby right behind him mm-hmm. at the end of this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, are they trying to make a Charlie Claire thing? I think they are. He's like, hey, we all everybody. Well, in terms of a family unit, Claire is all everybody. That's true. In the family unit. Mm-hmm. Me, you and the baby, we're all everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all everybody. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, they're, 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 so you hiked for nothing, huh? Uh, so Hurley runs into Kate. He sees her gun and panics and runs. Essentially, is how that scene goes. There's a little bit of back and forth. I, oh my god, I love Hurley's run away from Kate because he does so the, good. He does a, I gotta I get, get the water. water. And then there's that cut of him running away, and he does the. Yeah, <laughs> like is she chasing he, me? He does the. I'm in a horror movie. Look back. Is she chasing <laughs> it's me? So good. And she looks worried, like he knows something's up here. Everybody's treat me weird. They know that I killed 10 men with my bare hands uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, and then it starts to rain while they're out there working. Kate crawls above the marshal in a horror movie kind of way. In a scene that's kind of silly, but I actually liked. I, I liked the where she's like, it's like when you have a baby and you're trying to check if they're still breathing. You know, like you just get really close. Like, uh, you OK? Right. That's what she's doing. Uh, and then meanwhile, back at the farm. Do it, Steve. Meanwhile, back at the farm. Because <laughs> we get another flashback. And uh, she's like searching through the pantry. It looks like she's, she's stealing for a second. But those yeah. are her wages. She's been hiding in the pantry. Yeah. Um, Which didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why would you hide it in a place that's a communal area and not? Use your pocket. Or just like <laughs> or your, a place that you are pen. staying. Maybe yeah. the sheep's a thief and she knows that about him. Oh, she already stole that thief. dude's arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's classic, Madison. You hide it in plain sight. The last place they'd look. Yeah, she's like. It's true. And the sheep's like a liar about it. She's like, I was going to give it back. Yeah, I was going to give it back. <laughs> <laughs> just stick your hand in my pen. I won't take it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's been three months that she's been working on this farm. She's been saving up for that Honda Civic she wants. And uh, Ray, we find out later, already knows at this point that she's wanted and he's going to turn her in for 23K. So he's like, why don't you stay one more night? Even though he's not. He's Australian, not uh, Southern American. However, it's funnier this way to me. And I'll drive you to the train station. And uh, everyone deserves a fresh start, right? Like he's very convincing about it. It's pretty sad in retrospect. Yeah. And we've we got a saying down here in the bush. It's tabula rasa. <laughs> <laughs> it's Latin. <laughs> I don't know what for what. Sounds knows. pretty cool, though. <laughs> back to, uh, we cut back to staring at the marshal. He wakes up and fucking chokes her, which is hilarious. This is so funny. I, this is, again, it's not supposed <laughs> to be funny. And then he like seizes out and rolls back, you know? I was laughing. <laughs> See, pushing 104. Abdomen. Rigid. Please, somebody write in and explain to me the obsession with the rigid abdomen because they make a huge thing about it in this episode. I don't know. Maybe it's a real thing. Maybe it's a real hey, thing. When I expose my abdomen and you reveal the six pack down there, I, was I, say, I don't say anything. So I, I say they're rigid. Is Jack just being inappropriate? Bored abs. He's like fever 104. His stomach's so taut. <laughs> <laughs> can really. Wow, this guy works out. <laughs> I want to noodle these abs. The heat radiating off, radiating off of these abs. Oh, mm. He's giving me a fever. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a fire? He's hot blooded. Touch it and see. Hot blooded. I spit all over Touch my computer just now. <laughs> Gleet everywhere. I did. You're thinking about foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're thinking about abs. That's right. Mm. Uh, and then Kate. Basically, ask Jack to put him out of his misery, and it's it's an interesting scene because he'll feel it. Can you put it out of his misery? You don't. You can't really tell. 
if Kate's selfishly asking him this because, and, yeah. and Jack thinks maybe because he knows that mm-hmm. she's a criminal, but she doesn't know he knows. So he's like, oh, this bitch, he's trying to, she's trying to get me to kill the source of, of the snitch for her. I'm not a murderer, Kate. Yeah, you probably are. Kate. I don't know. Because there's no jail tracker app. They only do mug shots for murderers. We all know this. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. How's your spreadsheets, Kate? <laughs> real suspicious about your ability to real track sus, your, your purchases. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices. The path forward is not always clear. Like you never know. Sometimes I used to sell cars for a living and I hated that job, but I made good money. I was able to buy a house. I was gone from my family all the time. I would podcast whenever I could. I didn't get to see many movies. I worked every Thursday night. It was terrible, but I was like, I got to do this. I got stuck in the middle-class grind where I was like, hey, this is what's right for my family. Me to be miserable. We feel like we're stuck. We don't know what to do. So whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, sometimes in a relationship or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything else. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And like I said, I had to have a lot of practice and it was talking through that stuff with someone else that helped me. And that's why you could find a therapist using BetterHelp that meshes with your values and the way that you see life in that perspective, and they can talk you through in a way that you find valuable and that you understand. So you can do it entirely online, get matched with a therapist like this that you enjoy, that you find value in. And if you find that it's not working, you can switch at any time. It's extremely easy to switch it. So just think about that. Think about how close you are to finding a therapist to better your entire life. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. Uh, and then we cut back. Meanwhile, on the farm. Meanwhile, on the farm. Uh, they listen to Patsy Klein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Ray, he snitched on her. We find out while he's driving her. They stop for breakfast and maybe jail. And she's like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> uh, stop at this diner. They make a mean burger. Look, they, they knew you were down under. jail. They knew you were down under. I'm sorry, Kate. They offered me $23,000. Yeah. Do we use dollars here? I don't know. We used something. They also <laughs> offered to put some shrimp on the barbie, and I could not deny it. <laughs> also, that's not a knife. That's <laughs> not a knife. And then, yeah, the marshal kind of... It, it, and this is, so, this is like He's the like, beginning Pounce. of the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, it's yeah. he pulls up, he gives her the finger guns. It reminds me of he the scene... He does the scene. kid laser. Pew, pew, yeah. pew, 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 pew. It reminds me of the scene from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Sorry, what was it? Kit laser? Yeah. When the guy pulls up and he's like, pull over the cop. And then he's like, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what this kind of reminded me of. That's how dumb it is. You know what I want to thank for noticing? Do it, Steve. The month of June Patreon super patrons. Woo! Oh, my gosh. So these are people who subscribe to the show at a $25 or more a tier. And they literally are keeping the lights on along with many other people. Keeping the lasers on. are the super Patreon producers for the month of June. Mm. You want to know who they are? Who are they? We got Chester Copperpot, Stan Valentino, Svento7, Pills, baby, Jay Scramo. Yeah, they 
someone changed their name to Pillow's Baby. I assume because they want to hear that. Okay. A.K. Ashley Ray. Thank you, Alan Tomlinson, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, mm-hmm. Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Alexis Adler, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Amanda King, Son, Loving, Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jadinklage, Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. Did that? Did you just write the song of the summer? I did. That's the song. That's a <laughs> hot song summer. Here we go. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Hot song summer, indeed. <laughs> you are the Gen Z, Steve. <laughs> yes, hot song summer. Madison, Madison, look at me. I am the Gen Z now. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Dead ass. I am the Gen Z now. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, you're Steve. You're gonna catch a fade if you think you're the Gen Z, because I'm the Gen Z now. You got all the riz. I got the riz. No cap. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Walt and Mike, Michael finally in this episode. That's what we cut to next. And and this is a funny scene because Michael's asking about Mr. Locke, right? That's where we find out his name. Uh, he's like, who's that old man my son was hanging out with, my little kid? And and he's like, it's a secret. <laughs> and, and Michael's like, uh, what? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Understandably, if, yeah. if you have a yeah. child who's hanging 100%. out with a strange man who's like, hey, don't, your parent, don't tell your parents about what we talk about. Uh, he just said a miracle happened here. And he's like, uh, I don't want you to hang out with him anymore. <laughs> yeah, a miracle did happen here. Walt, we're all alive. Why is that a secret? No more hanging around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's. If you were my friend, dad. <laughs> friends find Vincent and also friends don't lie. Yeah. And that's that's where this saying came from. Eleven mm-hmm. stole it. She was a lost fan. I, I love this beat because he's like, Walt, I'm going to find your dog. I'm going to find your dog. As soon as it stops find, raining. As soon as it stops raining, dad's going to find your dog. And then just like that. The some extra on the side turned the water off. <laughs> I was like, like rain, 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 nothing. I, right. I was like, did he talk to Mother Nature? I was just like, what the heck? Stopped so like, suddenly. Shit. Yeah. And right. I just love that look. Walt gets him like, hop to it. Yeah, let's go. Chop, chop. So we cut to Michael looking for Vincent in the haunted damn jungle. Uh, he hears the roaring and the rustling. That's no good. And uh, something seems to be running towards him. So he Vincent, runs away. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> like that yeah. was awful. I know the subtitles always say <laughs> rustling and it bothers me because what you're actually hearing is <laughs> like, oh, that was a what was walking, that? Zombies? Walking daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to roar. That was a good roar. I like both. There are people that can like do a legitimate lion roar. It's like deep in the throat. I don't know how to do mm, it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I want to meet a lion. What would you think if you went to the Sahara and you see a majestic lion with a beautiful golden mane and he goes, <laughs> smokes three packs of Newports a day on the Sahara? Yeah. It's hot out today. <laughs> I'd catch a zebra if I could run, but I can't go very fast no more. Yeah. All of my bitches are out hunting. Yeah. You think I do that shit? No way. No. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Nala's out there getting getting all the getting all the food. (laughs) It's like, okay, Simba. I send my girl Nala. (laughs) Lazy ass. Gnarly Nala. Gnarly Nala. Uh, and then so in his fear and his panic, he runs right into Sun, who's naked, bathing. Uh, and there's uh, an awkward scene where he, <laughs> so for a second, awkward. the way you said that it's almost from my brain said he ran into his son who's naked <laughs> and I was like, Walt, the woman son, um, she's washing herself topless. She is. And he, uh, I, I didn't see anything. 
He makes it worse, though. It's, it's, yeah. They do this in movies a lot where it's like in some movies play on this trope and they're like, get out. Yeah. But there's always like the character's always like, oh, so sorry. Ah, still here. Right. Looking. And wow. And it's, it's always a thing where it's like, OK, no. In real life, what you do is you go, oh. <laughs> you, yeah. you slam the oh, door. Sorry. And you, you never talk about it, ideally, right? I did laugh at his, like, there was something chasing me. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be gone now. <laughs> I guess part of the scene is that, like, he's a little worried about her, too, because he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be here. Yeah. But it's weird yeah. that he, like, hands her clothes. In my mind, I was like, she's not done bathing. She's all wet. Leave. Yeah. Like, stop, hand, stop touching her underwear, you know? Yeah. Or <laughs> but, why are you touching her at all? Yeah. Cover yourself. Uh, but it's also like a because there was that moment between them before, too. So I don't yeah. know where they're going with this, but it's kind of a rom com kind of because she wasn't like super upset. You know, she's kind of like part of her, maybe. I don't know if it's me reading into it, but she's kind of a little bit like you like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Madison, did you get that? Uh, it's hard to read. I think Michael just makes it really awkward to kind of fully grasp what is going on between the two of them. I haven't necessarily picked up any romantic elements between the two. It was giving, wash my back. (laughs) (laughs) It was giving, while you're here, can you just, you know, get that right there. I can't get this one spot. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's those fish they were eating? The sea urchin? Yeah. She's like, I can hook you up with an extra sea urchin if you get the, right here. Uh, <laughs> we cut back to the marshal who again is awake. He's groaning. And throughout this whole sequence, he's just in the background. Like, like the guy from the thing, like she's dangerous. Disturbing everyone on the beach. Yeah, like I, someone shut this guy I, that's up. The, that's what they literally say. Like literally. I would laugh so hard if, if he was just going, Kate, <laughs> Kate, where are you? She's so dangerous. I'm on to you. Where are my cuffs? Like, Kate's like, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't even know this guy. He's just in the background the whole time. Like, How many people are named Kate in the world? Yeah, I mean. He's just, whoa, here she comes. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out, boy. She'll (laughs) chew you up. (laughs) (laughs) She's a man eater. I think he's saying eight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We cut briefly to Locke and Charlie. Uh, and he's carving a whistle. He's a, he's a handy guy. And Charlie's like, I used tribal flutes at once in a recording session. <laughs> I'm in a band. I'm in a band. I'm in a band. <laughs> and that's the scene. Uh, and then Shannon's talking to Boone and she's like, I wish he would just die. <laughs> and she's like, that's real nice, Shannon. But then Saeed, who we've come to understand is a great person, very handy. But again, he's got that politician vibe now. And he's going to Jack like, hey, need any help? Also, <sighs> rumor has it. My constituents are getting upset by all that moaning and groaning. <laughs> My constituents. Uh, uh, what, can we do something about that? I mean, you know, like I didn't expect that to come from Saeed. I really I, didn't. I don't. I can't lose. Another voter. Yeah. Come on, man. You need to do something about this. I, I promised him in my campaign I wouldn't have dudes whining and dying in the background. Okay. Can we kill this man? Yes, we can. <laughs> Listen. A vote for Saeed is a vote for uninterrupted sleep from that guy wailing at night. But yeah, he's like, hey, rumor has it you can't save him. But then there's we cut to Kate building a fire. Sawyer offers to light it. And he's like, hey, again, hey, everybody knows the guy's got to die, right? I heard you talking. You, you were telling the hero the same thing. And there's only one. I, I'm glad I don't have a gun because they're going to want you to shoot him. Okay, frankly, and I would never shoot him. There's only there's only one bullet in that gun. There's no way this episode's going to end with me shooting him. And there's only one bullet left. So that'd be kind of poetic. It'd be damn near poetic. 
and then um, and then the marshal's talking. No matter what she says, no matter what, and Jack's like, "You breathe like me." No matter how she makes you feel, that's how they connect. She'll do anything to get away. She got to you too, huh? But I'm not going to tell you her crimes because the writing in this episode is not on par with the first two. I just want to talk to her alone. In fact, if this warning was any had any veracity to it, I wouldn't want to talk to her alone. I would tell you what she did. Go get her. It, it bothers the fuck out of me, dude. If you can't tell, right? Uh, like, tell it. What, what did she do? You have the opportunity in this moment to use your last words to be of use. And it's like, she got to you too, didn't she? Ooh, she's, uh, she's got moxie. <laughs> she's got moxie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, she just seduces everybody. Oh, she got to you. That's her power. Mm. Mm. Should have seen this farmer I once knew. <laughs> All of the sheep he almost lost tried to an stop army me from arresting her. her. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so then we, Kate's out there staring at the tent. Uh, but first, meanwhile, meanwhile, back on the road, <laughs> we cut back to the farm truck. Is that a thing? Every flashback, we're going to do the Justice League dude? Yes. Please okay. do. Please uh, do. And then he says, uh, basically, the, the marshal's like, oh, yeah, I'm in the wrong lane. Because the other, uh, do they not okay, drive so like British rules in Australia? I hate this scene so much. because yeah. I was curious about that, too. Because, again, the marshal's acting, he's driving like a nut job. But, like. The plan is, from what I can gather contextually through this conversation he has with Kate, is that he's going to drive Kate to the train station yes. where dude would be there and arrest her. Instead, dude, like, the like floors ass, pulls right. up to him. He's, like, doing fingers. Like, as soon as we get Catch to the train you. station, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, dumb. And, like, it is dumb. Like, he did her off nothing. Shit. If he was just at the train station waiting for them, None of this would have happened. Or the diner, because he's like, hey, I want to yeah. pull off and get some food. Well, yeah, it's got. he would have had a tasty burger, too. Yeah, yeah. $23,000 and a tasty burger. Yeah, and, but instead, like, I imagine Ray, the farmer, is kind of like, the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're <laughs> fucking this whole thing up, mate. I don't know if that's good or not. He said, I told you I'd meet you at the train station. Americans. No, it's town. <laughs> is the marshal... American? I think so. Yeah, he okay. is. He's chased her all the way from Pennsylvania. Uh, mm. He's a member of the or US wherever. We can, wherever we're he's really harp- yeah, harping on that Pennsylvania. We're not sure about that. Uh, and Kate causes a wreck, right, on purpose. And that's my, if you're watching the YouTube, that's the sign for wreck. Uh, it's also the sign for rolling, rolling, rolling if you're a Limp Biscuit fan. Mm. And the truck, Hot dog flavored speaking water, of rolling, the truck rolls several times. Of course, it catches on fire because that's what trucks do in Australia when they roll. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this. Yeah, they're made of pure gasoline. She pulls, yeah. uh, it's guzzling. Guzzling, yeah. <laughs> in Australia specifically, yeah, it's yeah. gasoline, yeah. She pulls. The kangaroos are like, the fuck? Yeah. The fuck. In my front yard? The fuck? What the hell? She pulls Ray out, but first she pulls off his arm, which... How is that not meant to be that funny? That was so funny. <laughs> it's like an Austin Powers thing. Like, oh. And it's something that was like only mentioned once. So when it happened, I just was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even know thing. it was a fake arm. I just thought he meant like this one's not so flexible. You oh. know, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this one doesn't work. Uh, yeah, then, I thought he meant like his hand was missing or like his elbow down. But no, it's his whole ass arm. Yes. Like a department store dummy's arm pops yeah. out of that dude's <laughs> sleeve. And I think, is this the part where it goes all the way to the end and, she, and he arrests her, right? Like he points he the gun pull, at her. He pulls the gun at her, yeah. So then it cuts back to the present and he's like, what was that favor you wanted? <laughs> like, that's what he wanted, right? Like, meanwhile on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts back to the plane briefly to remind the audience yeah. of what the favor he's talking about is. Uh, and she's like, I just want to make sure Ray got his 23 grand. He had a hell of a mortgage. And he's like, 
you're one of a kind, you know that? You're a good gal. Which is not what you've been telling Jack. The way that you're treating Kate is not the way you're intimating things to Jack. Which I'm trying to decide if Kate's facade is a misdirection or if it's like she genuinely is just a good person and she was... Like, that's where I'm kind of like, that's where I'm in between right now. I 100% believe she is a good person. Her crime is complicated. She's mostly innocent or something like that. And the only thing that's giving the vibes that you were getting of like, oh, she might be uh, like a Jason Bourne is because of the fucking overacting Marshall and the way that they wrote that and the way he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. Because he's way too dramatic. Yeah, he's in a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the scene gets good because he says, you know. You would have gotten away if you hadn't saved him. And she's like, which is a save the cat kind of thing. So that's mm-hmm. how I know she's a good character is like the writing's kind of like reminding you of that about her. Well, and it's been twice now that she's tried to help somebody. I mean, she helped the marshal put the mask on when the plane was going down. Yeah, to she, her own detriment. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, you don't look free to me because she's like, well, I'm free now. I, I did get away. Right. And he's like, mm, I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure you're on an island and you're stuck. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to die. Right. Which is a pretty powerful scene. And she's honest with him. She's like, mm, yeah. She said, mm, yeah. Are likely. you going to do it or what? And uh, <laughs> so eventually she it cuts it to outside and you think, oh, no, what's Kate going to do? But then she leaves and then we hear a gunshot. And in my mind, I was like, oh, she gave him the gun and he shot himself. That's what I thought as well. But no. Well, because Jack's worried because at that point, uh, Hurley tells Jack that she's, she's packed, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got the gun. So he kind of starts to run for the tent, the gunshot. But, you know, Kate had left the tent before the gunshot happened. So it wasn't her. Was it the guy? I thought she gave the gun to him, too, to off himself. Yeah. But no, Sawyer shot him and he's still alive. And that's what I mean. Like, is this not comedy? <laughs> Oh, this I is was, Monty Python level. I was just like, motherfucker, you had one job. <laughs> yeah, shoot him in the head. One job. He's like, you shot him in the chest. He's like, I was going for the heart. Well, it's not his heart. He perforated his lung. He's going to die for hours. He's going to bleed out for hours. Jack was like, you fucking missed, dude. Uh, and Sawyer's like nervously trying to light a smoke. It won't light. And he gets frustrated and throws one of his final cigarettes out of the, he's probably definitely going to look for that in, in the morning in the sand. Oh yeah. Uh, and then what is cool about all this comedy though, is that Jack has to kill him which is upsetting for Jack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a murderer, Kate. Ah, I got to do it. It's how you do it, all right? It's one thing a doctor would know how to do is mm-hmm. end somebody's life, right? Yeah. Like, just reverse doctoring. Yeah. Think about it. Murder is just reverse doctoring. <laughs> you just got to de- You know what? Yeah. yeah. You, what's it called? Uh, reverse engineer your, your healing and yeah. you got death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you got to do. And then, <laughs> So then Locke made a dog whistle and he's sitting there blowing it into the jungle, and then Vincent comes running out eventually. But then he goes to Michael to tell him. He w- sh- wakes him up. I thought you should be the one to bring his dog back. My heart. This is my favorite moment in the entire show so far. It was Spoiler so alert. sweet. It was so sweet. <laughs> it was so amazing that he did that. That's so such a, sweet. That's such a mensch thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. um, I thought, I was at first when he's running through the wreckage past everybody to wake Michael up, I was like, <gasps> Walt, I got your dog. I was like, where's Vincent? You know? Right, yeah. Right. I was like, what happened? He's like, hey, I think you should be the one to give him his dog. And I just thought, what a fucking great thing to do. Very sweet. Very sweet. And then Kate wants to tell Jack what she did. And frustratingly, as an audience member, he says, I don't want to know. Doesn't matter, oh my Kate. Gosh. What we did, who we were, doesn't matter. Three days ago, we all died. And I'm like, ah, uh, I want to know. <laughs> I was I was laughing so hard because while I was watching the scene, the thought popped in my head. We're just like, I'm going to tell you what I did. It doesn't matter, Kate. We're, we have a clean state. We're all new people now. Okay, but like, 
He wanted me because I was selling kids to sex trafficking rings. <laughs> like, yeah. it could be, there are some things you can't come back from. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Jack, like, well, <laughs> shit. Hmm. I taught uh. Timothy McVeigh everything he knows. <laughs> you know, it could be really bad. You need to listen to yeah. hear her out. You know, yeah. his manifesto was full of grammar errors. I'm an English teacher. I punched it up. <laughs> uh, here's a copy. Uh, no, but, but this, this this conversation actually like kind of spurred on a bunch of um, uh, fan theories for where the show was going because Jack says the line three days ago we all died because that was a big yeah. theory for the longest time was like are they in purgatory it was all that kind of stuff yeah yeah no I was gonna say like do we ever find out what Kate did yes okay do we find be- out this season. Uh, I don't remember if it's this season or not, to be honest. Just Google it. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's frustrating, though, in the moment. Well, I feel like regardless, I'm going to continue to watch the show after season one. So but then we get kind of like a montage of kindness. Yeah, I call it montage of good deeds. Yeah. It's like Hurley's just jamming and cleaning. I think that's a CD player. He's got a Walkman. Walkman. Yeah. Did they call the CD players Walkmans? I thought that's, that's what, what I would have called what, it. I thought the tape ones were Walkmans, and then I had a we, Walkman CD player, so that's why I call it was a Walkman so, brand CD player. Yeah, so did I. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. the what was it, 2008 Grammy nominee <laughs> CD. I, it was my favorite. My Humps <laughs> by Black Eyed Peas was on it. It was did so you ever good. Get those things in the mail, or was like buy 20 CDs for a penny. Oh, oh I remember those. And it was I real. Didn't, I didn't, could, I didn't you, do those, but I remember you could no. mail it in with a penny, and you would get. So I got. My first musical things ever was all from that. And it was the Slim Shady LP. It was Guns wow. N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. Wow. Uh, and it was uh, Smash Mouth, that album, whatever it was called. But it was the one with the All-Star, All-Star and stuff on it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It was. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's funny thinking back, though. But mainly it was wow. I just listened to Guns N' Roses and, and Eminem on repeat at like nine years old. By the way, that album is not good for kids. The Eminem album. It's wild. It's like they had a penny. This is, this is an adult. <laughs> they had a penny, man. This is an adult. Yeah, that's my. Why you keep saying wow? It's just because it was such a random assortment of music. <laughs> what? Which one? All of it. You just were going wow. I just yeah. I was for a penny. You were given so many. I don't know why I they did like that. The, it was like a mail-in thing. And then I need to correct myself. It was the 2007 Grammy <sighs> nominated CV. Way different. Oh, you would have had pitchforks coming after you. Jesus <laughs> take the wheel. Uh, Black horse in the cherry tree by KT uh, Tunstall. Uh, Ain't No Other Man by Christina Aguilera. I remember my mom, because I would play it in the Walkman, and then we had a CD player in the kitchen, and when my humps would come on, they said the word ass. And so my mom would, like, get really mad at me when I would say it. And so I had to, like, just say the letter A whenever it would be, like, the ass part. It was so funny. (laughs) But it's a very vivid memory, and I remember my mom got it for me for uh, Valentine's Day, weirdly, and but she had a Walkman (laughs) and then bought me a Walkman anyway. Good times, though. Yeah. It's pre-iPod. You so, the, so you weren't you, you were raised on Kids Bop? <laughs> no, I never listened to Kids Bop, but I did have the adult version of that, which is like the now 20. Like it was, now that's what I call music. Yeah, mm. I had a, a couple of those. Volume 3. Something like that. 38. Something like that. I did have the Disney Mania CDs, though. Those <laughs> fucking yeah. slapped. Yeah. Let's get down to, to business. business. Mm-hmm. Disney Mania 4, I think, was the best one. Okay. That's, the, that's the purple one. Maybe that's three. That's the purple cover. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know. No. Yeah, I have like the first three. You don't know what I'm talking about? I don't. Yeah. Wow. You get know with how it. high I was in Be 2007? Cultured. <laughs> get Extremely. cultured. 
my 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 girlfriend uh, she gets the kids bops for her boys, and she was showing me the insanity that some of them are. And Lizzo's about that time. She like specifically played that one for me. And dude, look that shit up. It's a fucking hoot. I laugh so. It's about that time. And then instead of thick thirty, they just say six thirty. <laughs> it's amazing how they alternate the lyrics. <laughs> I just, I just let my kids listen to the real ones. Wasn't there a version for Meg the Stallion? Like a Meg the Stallion yeah, song is, was adopted I, by Kids Bop. Yeah, there is, but I don't know like what they changed. But there hundred oh, percent is everything. A, a lot will have to have been changed. Yeah, yeah. that's my, hilarious. My daughter's 10, 11 months old, and she loves the Lumineers. Oh, stomp clap. Uh, we love a stomp clap, clap queen. <laughs> Chief, I, something about their, like, it's not like random because I put on Jack Johnson. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, banana That's pancakes. Good. That's a good one. You're going to love banana pancakes. Mm-hmm. Crying won't stop in the back of the car. Oh. Back to Hohei. Instant quiet, just staring at the mirror, looking well, at I me. Well, I mean, you are making her listen to Jack Johnson. I love Jack oh. Johnson. Oh. Jack Johnson's. Hey, fire. I like Jack Johnson. I know, I'm making a dumb oh, joke. He's a surfer turned rock star because he got hurt, buddy. Um, <laughs> it's a real story. He was a pro surfer and he got hurt and started playing guitar. Anyway, this isn't a Jack Johnson cast, but if anybody's interested, I'll tell you all about it. Pippin keeps licking my toes. Uh, I like your toes. <laughs> but yeah, so we're on the montage of kindness. After the CD player, we see Jen caressing his sleeping wife. Uh, Boone gives, which is really funny because I know that you said there was like sexual tension between the siblings. And the way that they cut this, it was like man and his wife. Cut to Boone being nice to Shannon. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, ah, I could have split those up and made it less awkward. Um, well, and, then, and you have two very attractive people. Like just, yeah, they, mm-hmm. I feel like they're not shaping that well continue sorry i'm not just wherever ian summerholder goes yeah there's gonna be sexual tension sexual tension follows <laughs> that's true he literally true. Give, did her like gave her the nerdy he gave her like i fixed your sunglasses with paper clips the nerdiest things ever and i'm like oh i would lick those sunglasses <laughs> out of your hands <laughs> sir you could hear marshall from the tent who's dead go damn when he, <laughs> when he walks by <laughs> Uh, I'm in so much. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Talk about a rigid abdomen. I'm glad that we <laughs> saved the snacks from the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Saeed found an apple and gives it to Sawyer, who's been really racist towards him the entire time. And Sawyer's so like being a sad boy. Aw. Al Jazeera <laughs> gave me an apple. Because <laughs> he still hasn't learned, right? Like, um, but he's a sad boy because he, he failed at murdering a what's guy. Go, what's going on with Charlie and, and the late fingers? I was confused. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just trying to be edgy. And then I took the, the I took the note. Is Charlie going to be a daddy? Because <laughs> they because Claire's behind him. Yeah, they framed that to be. Yes. They framed that strategically. Uh, and then Walt is reunited with Vincent. Reunited, and it feels so good. And that wonderful moment is undercut by this like three sixty camera shot of extreme close up, looking evil as fuck with music like da da da. It's got the monster noises playing. In What's the going on with yeah. that? What's who is Locke? It's very creepy. I still maintain Locke was not on the plane. He lives there, and he's evil. <laughs> <laughs> but he made a whistle and found Vincent and reunited the, the father and son. He's he been did. on that beach playing backgammon since it was invented. Mm. He he invented backgammon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I taught that, I taught Jesus Christ how to play this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was trash. He sucked. 
<laughs> uh, now it's time for Beach Please. Beach Please. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I yeah, don't nothing. have a lot of trivia for you. Okay. We have the trivia of the title meaning clean slate, but we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other little bit of trivia I had was just, it's not even trivia. It's just something I found funny. And that was Madison the dog has an IMDb page. Shut up. And of course I looked up her IMDb. She's only been in Lost. Oh. But, I was gonna. I was hoping for like an Airbud cameo I or something. Know. No, she had like a profile photo and everything. It's the same breed oh. of dog as Airbud, right? I think Airbud is not a Labrador a, retriever. She's just a lab. Well, I think she's a yellow lab, and then Airbud is a golden retriever. Or yeah, golden retriever. Oh, yes. you're right. You're right. It's more of a Lassie situation, huh? Wait, what's Lassie? A border collie. I don't know about dogs. Are you like dog blind? I'm dog. Where you just see dogs, you, and you're just you like, there's a Lassie. Are you, are you sexist, but for dogs? Boxes? I only know like there's little ones and there's big ones. Right. Long-haired <laughs> no. ones, short-haired ones. Yeah. yeah. Nice ones, mean ones. Yeah. Basically the same kind of, you know, uh, you discrimination that I have for, for penises. He has two dogs. You have two dogs. I do. I have a, I have a, I have a, I almost said I have a Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Dobby. A I have a Beagle. I mean, you do have a Dobby. Um, and a half lab, half Australian shepherd Aww. named Jax. But... I only know the breeds because my wife teaches me these things. Like, mm, Dobby is a beagle. I know what a beagle is. I know what a, uh, I thought I knew what a golden retriever was. Uh, St. Bernard, is that Turner and Hooch? Uh, yes. Like the one with the, the slobbery jowls. Like, that's a St. Bernard, right? Maybe. I know St. Bernard is the, the, uh, the, the, they have like the jugs on their collar in the cartoons. <laughs> okay. Um, the jugs of, uh, Whiskey. Okay. Vince, Vincent is a yellow lab retriever. Okay. So, I mean, I guess. Is that like a combination of dogs? No. So, golden retrievers in my head are long haired. Yeah, they yeah they're a little shaggier. Okay, so, homeward okay. bound, right, is a golden retriever. Yes. Thank you. Yes. The older one. Yes. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go home. <laughs> oh, that dog's name's Madison. I know that we t- we talked about that last time, but, but now I just it's really like, hitting home. Well, it's just, I don't know. Naming dogs human names is very funny it's, to yeah, me. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, like I was in the grocery store the other day, and this woman, you know, she's very extra. Had her dog in a like a stroller, and a, two other women walked up to her and was like, "Oh, what's the dog's name?" And she went, "Adam." Adam. <laughs> like, that's so funny. What the fuck? This is my dog. Hence the personifying of the dog. Right. Yeah. yeah I just, it was, it's funny. God damn it, Craig. You pissed in the living room again. And I've also <laughs> never. Yeah, the neighbors are like, damn. Dogs are never named Madison, so. That one is the shout most famous to, one ever. Shout out to all the Madison names. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So that ends Beach or Beach Please. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for our Mile High Club moments, our f- top three favorite moments of the episode. Madison, what's your number three? My number three is Orange Peel Guy tells Michael to um, tells Michael to go where Vincent is so that he can look like a hero in Walt's eyes. I Mm. thought it was very touching. So sweet. Such a great moment. Steve, what's your number three? Uh, My number three moment is uh, Sawyer botching the euthanasia. Uh, attempt on (laughs) just because that I I, I like that scene because it is kind of funny. You're right. Yeah. But I I also like it because it 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 adds more to Sawyer because the whole time he's like, I'm this big, tough guy. I'm going to do what's necessary. I'm going to do what's right. And then he messes it up and instantly like you could just see all that bravado uh, and machismo just like 
wash off of him in that moment because he knows he did a bad thing and he's he feels he's racked with guilt about it. And then Jack has to be the one to the dude who's like, I'm not a murderer. Kate has to be the one to mercy kill this dude because he can't help this guy anymore. And I think that's a good um, a really good payoff to these two characters. You know, even though they're not the main characters of this episode, it was a really good payoff for their individual stories in this episode. Mm. That's why I like it. My number three uh, was when Hurley meets Kate and he doesn't introduce himself because he's terrified of her. And there's that really awkward exchange. And then he's like, oh, I got to go get the water. And he runs away because uh, I love Hurley. That was funny. And the idea of being terrified of uh, Evangeline Lily is funny to me, even though her beauty is terrifying. I get it. She would, she would kick your ass, man. Yeah. 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 She's like um, she's a Marvel, Marvel superhero. OK, that's true. She's the wasp. Mm-hmm. And they'll sting you. Yeah. They sting. So whip your ass. <laughs> you about to get to stingers. So sting your ass. Multiple times. They don't die like bees. Mm-mm. Madison, what's your number two? My number two is the, I guess, is it classified as a car chase scene? I guess not because <laughs> he wasn't chasing anyway. Um, but yeah. the, the driving scene between Kate Ray and uh, the marshal, I just think for the, the unnecessary, or I should say the unintended comedy that's came from that whole, you know, Kate pulling the arm off the, of Ray, the finger gun, um, just the whole, like, just the whole scene in general. But I, I did like how there was like a little bit of action in, in this episode. And so that's why it was my number two. Awesome. Steve, your number two. Uh, my number two is the scene between Jack and Sawyer on the plane. Mm. Uh, when they're talking about, you know, you know, Sawyer's rummaging through the luggage. And I, I really like this thing where Jack, who's this quote unquote hero, he wants to protect things. He wants to preserve life. He wants to help as much as possible is being faced with the, the reality from Sawyer who does bring up a good point where it's like, Hey, we're on an Island for a very long time. We don't know how long we're going to be on here. They both know they could be there for 16 years. Cause that's how long the French recording has been playing. We have to eat. And Sawyer's going at it from a point of like, you know, all every man for himself, but Jack's being kind of confronted with this idea. Like, we don't know how long we're going to be here. Is it right to use all of our medicine on one person who probably isn't going to make it? And I, and I like that sort of uh, problem that Sawyer brings up. And just, it's also funny seeing Sawyer just turn on a light in the dark going, boo. boo. <laughs> that was actually on my short list as well. Uh, but my note was I'm in the wild. Uh, I'm in the wild, baby. My, my number two is the botched uh, euthanizing of the marshal. Uh, he's still alive. Um, it's it's really funny to me, but also not so much in that moment. You know, it's just funny to talk about. But it was it was it's like awful. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, I think what made it funny. I don't know if it was Hurley or somebody was nearby when they heard. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was just like a extra comedy beat to it, but it, it's an actual terrifying thing and it's awful. And I can't, I'm wondering how Jack did it. I wonder how he finished the job in there. Mm-hmm. All he had was that like razor. Gave him a big hug. What if he's in there like curly and mowing it and he's like trying to poke his eyes and the guy's like, <laughs> so he's blocking him and everything. <laughs> just, I have the will to live. <laughs> um, but Madison, your favorite moment of episode three. My favorite moment I think is your number two and Steve, your number three. Right. Which is where, you know, he saw you tries to or kills Marshall and mm-hmm. then misses. Um, but I really liked kind of how that scene unfolded because you had the conversation between Hurley and Jack 
um, outside the tent, you know, Hurley's like, why would you leave Kate in there by herself? She has a gun. You see Kate walk out, you hear the gunshot and, you know, you think, oh, he did, you know, yeah. she gave him the gun to kill himself and then Sawyer walks out. And I, I liked that misdirection. Um, and I liked how it was filmed to show that misdirection. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite scene. Steve, your favorite moment of episode three. My favorite moment. I feel like it might be at least one of our other one of your all's favorite moments. Maybe if I was a bet man, uh, that is the moment where John Locke finds Vincent tells uh, Michael that he found, Hey, I found your boy's dog and allows Michael to be the one to step up and be the dad that Walt needs. Like, I think that I, I love kind things. And this is a very kind moment. This guy who has the skills to make a whistle finds this dog and instead of being like hey kid i found your dog ha 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 he goes through the father that he can pick up on like hey this family's gone through a trauma they're having a hard time this dude is trying i I can see this guy's trying real hard to connect with his estranged son i'm gonna give this one to this dude yeah and i think that's really really sweet and i just love that character and i love michael and walt and i love i just i love love i love love (laughs) it was very sweet moment it's my number one moment as well as i said earlier um and it's like he put a lot of effort into that. The guy had to carve a whistle to get like he thought about this act of kindness for a long time and then like did it. You mm-hmm. know, it was a very mm-hmm. thoughtful, powerful thing. My first w- welling of the tears in Lost, I think, was this moment. So mm-hmm. love wow. it so much. Wow. I think it's a phenomenal moment. Great. Uh, but now it's time to nominate our passenger princess, <gasps> our favorite performance of the episode. I think I have a hot take here. Oh, I think I, have, I, think a I have a hot take too. I'm not really sure. Uh, Madison pressure's on, uh, my passenger princess performance goes to Evangeline Lilly. Uh, I feel like she, it, what I like about her character at this point is, you know, we're starting to learn more about her backstory and, you know, a lot is unknown and I think she's doing a really good job at not giving away too much of who her character is. I mean, I think she's, she's showing a lot of good intention, But there's this very, you know, the marshal is making a big deal out of something that she has done in the past that is dangerous. And so I think she's doing a really good job at not either giving away too much or being very good at misdirecting the audience to make us feel a certain way about her and also other people around her that she's on the island with. Um, But I really enjoyed her with her flashback scenes. I think she did a really, really good job um, opposite of Ray and um, the marshal. So. She's awesome. my passenger princess. I mean, she's really my number one every episode, but I just have to like <laughs> finagle it mm-hmm. to not embarrass myself. Steve, who's your passenger princess? Uh, my passenger princess. This is my hot take. I think I, I kind of want to watch your all's eyes and faces when I say this, but I'm nominating actor Nick Tate. I knew who plays Ray the farmer. No. Oh, I thought okay. you were going to say the marshal. No, that's uh, Frederick Laney. Okay. Uh, but no, Nick Tate, the guy who plays Ray the farmer. I, I don't hate it. it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I considered it was either it was going to be him or Evangeline Lilly because mm-hmm. they are the ones that are kind of bringing on the acting yeah. in this episode. But I went with him because when else are we going to have a chance to give him an award? And I really did like his sort of like, calming nature like hey i'm looking out for you hey you can stay here but then the like i'm sorry kate i just need twenty three thousand dollars like yeah i just i i I like the actor i think he's a sweet kind old man 
Well, hopefully he is in real life. He's got a hell know. of a mortgage. He's got a hell of a mortgage. And his poor wife passed away eight months ago. And he can't he can't do all them chores. He's a one-armed man. Right. He killed Harrison Ford's wife. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, not really. But, uh, yeah, that's my that's my pick for this week. So Chris? my choice is Josh Holloway, who okay. plays good Sawyer. Choice. That is a good choice. I Yeah, I think that every show needs a character who is a character. You know what I mean? And this guy's a character. Mm-hmm. But he, then also, a character. there's depth to him. And we start to see that in this episode. And I think he's played really well by Josh Holloway. Because um, he could easily be the way he was in episode two for the entirety of the show. And it wouldn't really, like... Uh, surprise me, you know, because again, every show needs a character who is a character, mm-hmm. but also you can just see, like you said, there's a lot of complexity to him, like especially his face when he receives the apple. Um, little moments like that, I think, are pretty difficult. Uh, and even though he does ham it up sometimes, I'm still really impressed with his performance. So I don't know how many opportunities I'll have to nominate Josh Holloway, maybe a lot, because again, a lot of people in my comments were talking about how much they love Sawyer. So apparently mm-hmm. this character goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I'm glad I said he was brave with the polar bear because I was a little like, you know what I mean? I didn't want to praise him too much. Oh, he was the way brave. He, yeah. Because yeah. the way he had acted. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, apparently he does. He's pretty heroic later on. I saw the seeds of that. Uh, but yeah, that's my nomination. And now it's time for Lost and Found, where we keep track of the mysteries that we've got, talk about any new ones that have opened up and any of the ones we had that have been solved. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything to change in this episode. I could be wrong. What do you guys think? I agree. I was going to put the floor to see if there were any mysteries that you guys brought up. There were a couple things I thought I could bring up, but I thought, hey, if I bring attention to this, but they don't, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a sure. a spoiler. So I wanted to see if you guys picked up on them. But if you didn't, we're going to leave it. Mm. Um, I do want to run through the list real quick because some of these we might be able to take off. Maybe. Sure. Sure. Uh, the first one. What is Vincent doing? The dog. Do you think I, we can I think take, we can that, take one that, one that off? We can take he that off. He was just being a, a, a good boy. He's just a dog. <laughs> he just was, He's just a dog. Evading these monsters in the forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Effortlessly. Yeah. <laughs> we do have Orange Mouth Man, question mark. What's his deal? What's his secret? I added to this. What is the miracle? Because we found out the secret is a miracle happened. But what is the miracle? Yeah. Uh, We also have what is the monster? What happened to the plane? Why is there a polar bear on the island? Where are they? What are Kate's crimes? And why are there French people? Just in general. (laughs) (laughs) Why French? Why French? Yeah, I don't think any of those were solved. And I don't think there's anything to add. I mean, Well, I was going to say last episode, um, I had something written down and I forgot to mention it. um, But what is the written letter that Sawyer had when he was looking at it last Mm. episode? Oh, yeah, okay, what is Sawyer's letter? Yeah. I like that. I'm adding it to the list. Whatever was written to him inspired him to join the crew and be more proactive in the gang. It's Kate's manifesto she gave to Timothy. (laughs) Wow, there's a lot of compelling evidence. (laughs) There's a lot of compelling evidence in this. I better go with her. I'm trying since you said it that way, you kind of led the witness. And I, apparently there are nuggets in episode three, but I, I, I'm racking my brain. I can't find anything that really intrigues me. Mm. I know. Um, I'm excited for the Locke's definitely the most question mark character so far. Um, I'm really excited for next week because next week is one episode of my four. Favorite, it's supposed to be a yeah, banger. Yeah. Episode four. It's one of my favorite episodes. I hope you enjoy it. Um, there's one thing like it's been killing me because no one's brought it up so far in the background, but it's this thing that's happened in the background of every episode and no one's picked up on it. And it's killing me. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait. In the background. Yeah. <laughs> like on the beach. Yeah. Do I need to 
watch episodes one through three to find no, out? No, well, you have to find out in four. You're about to find okay. out in four. But it's funny because it's a thing that they talk about in four, but no one's brought it up so far. But it's been in the background. They've been very subtle about it. Huh. Uh, and I can't wait for you guys to watch episode four and pick up on what that was. Well, tune in huh. for that convo next week. Yeah. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash streaming things. If you can't, that's completely understandable. It's a very hard times out here. You can always rate and review the show on wherever you're listening to this or simply listening like you are right now is a huge help. Thank you for that. You can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. And follow us on all of our socials. And also, you can go to our website, which is streamingthingspod.com. Streamingthingspod.com. Made by our very own Mando Jen, who's a patron and uh, one of the most wonderful people on the Discord that you can chat with whenever you want if you're on there. One of the G'est G's that ever G'd. The O'est G we've ever seen. Check out the website. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't go to streamingthingspod.net. That is something else. We do not. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm just kidding. Talk gov. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I am Steve. And this is Streaming Things hosted by Kit Laser. Happy streaming. Happy streaming. Happy streaming.